Welcome back to the Gathering Podcast. I'm Travis. And I am Will, and we thank you for joining us today. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not even sure how to ramp this up, Will. Um, <laughs> we, uh, we wanted to kind of continue where we were at with um, spiritual gifts, gifts and whatnot. Uh, not gifts as in... As in, like, uh, you know, the little replaying video gifts with a T. Uh, but we weren't sure where to take it other than uh, other than service. I mean, we've all been given spiritual gifts. Yeah. And what next? Uh, use them. <laughs> right? Uh, so we touched on it briefly, I think, in the, the end of our last podcast. But, um, yeah. Will I? I, I, I got to tell you, <laughs> this was this was a challenge for me. Uh, I think I I think I even mentioned it in our last podcast that, um, you know, I you you are the primary um, I I'm uh, I, cre- I create I create most of here. the outlines. Yeah, you're you're the primary yeah. outliner, <laughs> right? Uh, and and uh, thank you for such a. <laughs> Great. See, this is why I have such a problem with it. <laughs> That's right. Uh, You're doing what you do best. Uh, improv? Yes. Oh, well, <laughs> apparently I'm not even very good at that. <laughs> no, you... Yeah, so <clears throat> last last time we did talk about spiritual gifts, and I think we actually skipped a month in between that and now, um, and because uh, we just dived more into the spiritual gifts that last month. But as we were discussing where we're going to take this going into the fall um, was, well, now that we've identified some spiritual gifts, what do we do with them? And, well, spiritual gifts were given to us in order to serve the body. And so we just naturally came into service. Um, and and so we're, we're here to talk to you about serving and service and what it is and, and why we need to do it and Trav, you, uh, I don't know if we agreed that you were going to take this one on or if it just kind of. I think I just said that I would or whatever. (laughs) But, uh, you know, as much as I tried, I could not come up with uh, a three-point outline. Not that we necessarily have to, uh, but it seems like three points is kind of good. And it's the the very, yes. Spurgeon way, sure. <laughs> and, Baptist uh, way. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I, I honestly did spend a lot of time listening to other podcasts and um, some time in prayer and and mm-hmm. reading, and I really just couldn't come up with it. And the only thing I could really come up with was in the famous words of uh, Nike, uh, just do it. So my one point outline is point one, just do it. <laughs> and, and it's probably more narrative than outline, honestly. And, and I think we're done. <laughs> there we go. It's okay. as simple as that. And thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> thank you for joining the Gathering Podcast. Uh, yeah. uh, no, I, you know, in our last podcast, I, um, we, we just mentioned getting involved and how um, you know, 
people are tired. Yeah. Uh, and people are. Um, it, so many organizations have the the 80-20 rule. The 20% of the people are doing 80% of the work. And, um, you know, and I, I want to say that I'm not sitting here trying to um, point my finger and and be harsh, but I, I kind of am, you know, like it's so easy to just sit back and go to church and get filled up and walk away and let it kind of spill out here and there and yep. go to church and get filled up and let it spill out here and there. But, but people are, people are tired. Um, I know that uh, pastors uh, or preachers are of the most uh, have in a very high percentage of turnover rate <clears throat> for um, careers, if you want to call them that. And um, and I have never met. You know, I I had someone uh, discuss that. You know, the problem quote-unquote, with uh, our our church is that we don't have a full-time pastor, right? We need somebody who's spending 40 hours a week preparing for the Sunday service. The problem is that while we don't have a full-time pastor, uh, everyone in the leadership roles are putting far more... <laughs> Then, or or a minimum of forty hours a week into the role. Uh, we're not talking about preachers. We're talking about pastors. You know, um, and I'm sure many of you have the same type of situation. Uh, if you're from a small town, um, you know it's very likely that your pastor has to supplement their income somehow. Um, <clears throat> They're probably tired. You yeah. know? Oh, certainly. They're I doing mean, two full-time jobs. Yeah. And, and it's not, you know, uh, it, it's not about 40 hours to prepare a, a Sunday message because for crying out loud, it, if it takes 40 hours to prepare a 30-minute message on Sunday, you're probably doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like it should not take that long. But, um, you know, there's there's counseling. There's There's the phone call that... You know, someone's in the hospital and nobody knows who to turn to and um, all those kind of real body type stuff that happen in a church outside of a Sunday service. Um, that being said, there is a lot that goes into a Sunday service. Um, you've got, and and those Sunday services happen when? On on people's weekends, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so you've got people who give up every weekend, uh, every Sunday morning to teach Sunday school or every Sunday morning to run the nursery or every Sunday morning to, uh, and, and probably more than that to prepare, uh, your praise and worship segment. 
<clears throat> and oftentimes for no uh, compensation, just working as the spirit leads. And they're probably tired, <laughs> you know? I know, and and I, I get into this a little bit down my, my spiel here, but, uh, you know, myself included, I... Um, I was just exhausted with playing bass and singing on on Sunday. I wasn't even doing it every Sunday, but it just came to a point where I was just like, you know, I just need to take a break. <laughs> I'm tired. I, 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 yeah, I just needed to step back. And um, there's there's a little bit of. Uh, anxiety there because it left a hole. Now I guarantee that there's plenty of talented people that can step in, but yeah. Um, so the, the statistic that uh, 20% of the people do 80% of the work. Um, more or less, more, more <laughs> or less is, uh, is accurate. And that what you see is not all the work that's being done. There is a lot of, and, and I'm not just talking about uh, Sunday morning, but what else is your church doing? What else is your body doing outside of the context of the church building? I'm talking small groups, meeting with people for discipleship, having coffee or, you know, how, how many people, and I've been guilty of this, just go through the motions and love to be served but when it comes to me serving, nah, you know, and, and is there a way for every single person to serve? You know, it'd probably be easy to say no, but I, I bet there is, <laughs> um, it may not be in on a Sunday morning, uh, but it, it's certainly at home and inviting people in. I mean, this is all, this is all service and, and so I don't want to be so caught up in that uh, the only way for you to serve is to find a role on a Sunday morning to serve. Um, so I guess I let, let's let try to, de- I don't know if you um, even have this in your notes or not, but when we talk about service, we're not, we're talking about serving people as well. Yeah. So, you know, coming alongside your neighbor to help them right. in a rough time, this is service and um, this is work that God's people are meant and created to do. And I hope that we're not always the ones uh, not doing it, you know, expecting it to be done by somebody else. And, you know, for, for me personally, when you say that you're tired, when uh, our, our pastors are burned out because they're the only ones doing this, we're not expecting everybody to jump into a leadership role no or pastoral I, role no, either i'm saying every single person <laughs> in the church body needs to get up on a sunday morning and you preach. pick a sunday and preach no, you know we, we've no. got about Not. we've got about 300 people so <laughs> I, you preach one one sermon uh, i'm not saying that at yeah. all no. no no but uh we are expecting people to serve because you get tired you get burned out you know and but for me personally and I'm not going to say that this is for anybody else is, you know, if you begin doing too much, you will be burned out. Right. 
in in that service, you have to be able to say no because there are a lot of people who um, they want to do well, they want to please people, they want to help people, mm-hmm. and they say yes, yes, yes to too much stuff. And now they're doing everything not to their best of their abilities or even what maybe they're even called to do. Right. And so you do have to use discernment and try to figure out um, what God is calling you specifically to be doing in your life, in the area, in the people, in the church you're a part of. Well, and I think sometimes that comes down to people are expecting this loud cry <laughs> from God to be like, you, <laughs> uh, David, uh, you need to step into service in this area, you know, whatever. And, yeah. and it's not, it isn't that still small voice, but I, I, I think that so many people, we just jump into our lives and we get going and we get doing things and, um, we get comfortable and we stop listening for that still small voice and, that is not a place we want to be, but we also don't want to be in a place where we're saying yes to everything and getting burned out. Absolutely. Yeah. So like, I, I think a lot of times we just see things that are getting done and you know, our thoughts are, Oh, it's taken care of. Um, Mm -hmm. and it, it, that could be the case. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I have not stopped recently at a car on the side of the road because ah oh, they got a cell phone you know like, uh, someone else will stop yeah, they 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 they've got it handled you know whatever um but in in Ecclesiastes chapter four uh, we read two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil and um it it really is that simple like uh. I've, I've, and I wrote this before, uh, last night, but I went to feed, um, the chickens and normally my wife and I will feed the chickens in the evening. And I was like, man, that takes up a lot of time. Well, yeah, it takes up a lot of time when, when there's one of me and I got to fill up the water container and I got to get the food and we like to feed them in the yard so that they get used to like walking around and, and yeah, even one more person. And, and it, it, it is one of those things where it's not, you know, one person doesn't, it's an exponential compound help. Right. One extra person doesn't make it twice as fast. They make it three times as fast. Right. And it's, it's, it's very similar to that. And it is really nice to sit in service and just soak it in. And we need to have the opportunities to do that. Um, but I, I've been on both sides and I firmly believe that if you don't hear the Holy Spirit saying, do your part, you're, you're probably not listening or, or spending much time at all with God. Cause, cause you're yeah. going to get that tap on the shoulder. Uh, th- this is one of the reasons, um, I've, I've had that thought that we should have a singular church for each community. Um, obviously there's different types of churches that believe very, very different things. But as far as a Bible believing God fearing Christian church, you know, I, I think it would be more beneficial to have one singular church in each community and learn force us 
to learn how to die to ourselves and work together, not just for the resources. I mean, it'd be, it'd be great to only have one electric bill and, and (laughs) you know, (laughs) whatever that, that type of stuff. But even for the, the physical resources, imagine if you had only one nursery to operate and, but it'd have 500 kids. Well, you know, it might have 500 kids in it, but, uh, (laughs) It, it'd be way more efficient and you'd have way more help if all of those people, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> you find a place big enough to build it. Yeah. That, uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. No, I, I get to the gist of what you're saying in that, you know. <clears throat> However, um, when we, I don't want people to think that, um, this service, this works that we're encouraging them, exhorting them to take part in now that they've maybe understood their spiritual gifts or what their skills or talents are and how they should be serving. As a, I don't want them to think that uh, it's because we're telling them. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't, You. we can't, <laughs> it's going to feel like, like th- this is just awkward and it's going to feel like we're guilting people. And, uh, it's, it's very possible and likely that deep inside myself in my flesh, there is a root of, of that, uh, why don't you just help out, you know, and, and, Hmm. and wanting to do that. You really do need to listen to, to God, um, and, and follow his leading. But, you know, we are here to do the will of him who sent us, um, yeah in Corinthians chapter six, first Corinthians chapter six, uh, verse 19 says, do you know, uh, do you not, not know that your body is the temple of the Holy spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. We're, we're here. I mean, we're here for a purpose. We've, we've been bought with a price, you know? Um, it's, yeah, I don't know how to get it any more clear than that, right? Just do it. Point one. Yeah, just do it. Is that verse talking about? Um, and I, I don't have it open in front of me. Is that verse talking about like sexual immorality and what you're doing with your bodies, or don't you remember? Let me. Because it, even if it, even it if out, it but. even if it is, it's still saying, "Listen, my body, who I am, belongs to God. It doesn't belong to me," and so. We need to use ourselves, our bodies, to glorify God. Yes, that also is in the sexual realm, but also in the realm of service because we are called to serve. And I question that, I wonder, the reason that I sometimes am so burned out when I'm serving is because maybe I have this understanding or expectation of why I'm serving that isn't in alignment with God. Am I serving because of my own wants and desires, or am I serving because God's calling me to serve? This is who I'm created. Or am I burned out because, yeah, I spend this many this many hours doing whatever for the church, and I have to do this, and I have this going on with the kids, and I have this. Is it a priority thing? Yes, God, family, 
church. Um, but should I be doing playing softball six times a week <laughs> or should I be doing, is that why I'm burned out? Because I'm trying to do church stuff as a secondary serving God as a secondary to some of these other things. And I'm not saying that playing softball is bad, but right. you have to find a balance. And you know, if we're going to call ourselves born a green Christians, um, our priority needs to be God. And what that means is serving God by serving others. Um, and yeah, I don't always have the ability to serve and that's why there's a body and that's why there's multiple of us. Right. Uh, but yeah, there, there's a season for every, right. Yeah. You know, for everything. Um, and yeah, that, that is, uh, the first Corinthians six there is referencing, um, some sexual immorality, sexual sin. Um, but the, the theme of it is to glorify God with your body and spirit. And so, um, what are we doing with our bodies? Are we playing softball six days a week? And so we're too tired or are we glorifying God with our body by using its strengths to lift other people up when needed? Um, and yeah, like I said, we're, we're not saying that everybody has to get up, uh, get up on a Sunday morning and preach, you know, uh, not even that you have to be in full-time ministry. Um, well, I, I, okay. So I I know what you're trying to say. Full-time ministry, you mean full-time paid, but we are all called to full-time ministry. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, I I completely (laughs) agree. Uh, in and out of church, we should be ministering to others and pointing everyone to Christ. Yeah. But, and, and I don't want you to think that we're saying this because we think that you have to um, do service to be a Christian, right? It's not a, no. you're, you're not a pain for, you're, you're not paying for your salvation, right? right. Uh, Isaiah 64, 6, um, we have all become like one who is unclean. And all our righteous deeds are like uh, a plotted garment. Uh, how, Polluted. How, did I not even? <laughs> yeah, plotted. <laughs> oh, geez. Anyway, um, all our right, all our righteous deeds are like a polluted garment. Yeah. Um, we all fade like a leaf, and our iniquities, like the wind, take us away. Um, if we're serving to earn anything, yeah, our, our efforts are just going to be blown away. Uh, um, and I don't mean like blown away, like, wow, blown away. No, I mean like float away in the wind. Um, we serve yeah. because Christ served. He, he washed the feet of his disciples mm-hmm. when, when he was the king and, and, we're not the king. So how much more should we be washing the feet, right? Um, and I, I think a lot of people are just feel they feel like they're unqualified. Uh, I know, I mean, honestly, um, the good news is you're not qualified. Yeah. <laughs> neither, <right>. neither am <laughs> I. I'm not qualified. I can't even uh, read the word polluted, right? <laughs> Will's not qualified, although yeah. he can read the word polluted. Um we're not. It's not a bad thing, though, because Colossians 
3.17 says, Whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, the Father, through him. Anything we do, if it was through our qualifications, then the praise would go to who? Us. Yeah. But it's not through our qualifications. It's through God's. And the best part about that is that you don't have to be good at it, right? Mm-hmm. You just... The, the, the response is obedience. It's not quality, right? Um, it, <laughs> you, you don't, if, if things don't go according to plan, uh, then it's still God getting the glory. If things do go according to plan, then it's God getting the glory as well. Right. You know, um, all, all we need to do is to, we need to do, we need to help. We need to serve. We need to love. Um, yeah, well, I mean, while we're here on this earth, we're, you know, as what I'll say, born again, believers, as believers in Christ, we, uh, we are called to be Christ like we are called, um, in this life, we're going to experience sanctification, uh, which means we're going to become more and more Christ-like, going from one glory to another. And in that uh, cycle, I, I guess, we will not ever experience Christ-likeness if we neglect this whole idea of serving and serving others by serving or serving God by serving others. God had a heart for people, did he not? Like that. That's yeah. that's <laughs> that's what it that's what scripture shows us is that he created people. He sent his son to die for people. You know, he's coming back um for people. <laughs> like like God loves people and so for for some people who um they dislike people, <laughs> they always want to be <laughs> <laughs> you know, um I would I would encourage you to look at um, God's heart and pray that he would burden you and your heart for what breaks his um, because God loves people. And how do we show people our God but by loving them? And when I say love them, I mean serve them. What what the word service means is hundreds of millions of different things. It could mean I'm giving them a meal. It could mean I'm giving them a hard exhortation um, to help them change a sin pattern in their life. It could mean that I'm serving in the nursery. It could mean that I'm stopping on the side of the road to help that person um, with a flat tire. Like service can take on multiple, multiple roles, but we have to serve. And so your your one tagline, just do it. Seems so simple, but it's the hardest part of serving is the doing, <laughs> right? It's not the thinking and trying to, oh, I could help there. I could help there. That's easy. It's the putting my own things aside, my own selfishness aside and doing it. That's hard to enter into. Well, and so many times we think that we're going to do it forever. Right. Um, and <laughs> you, you mentioned, you know, if you don't like people, <laughs> whatever, I, uh, <clears throat> I have a confession <laughs> I I don't I don't love children. I mean I love children, but I don't like 
I don't like children. You don't, right? You don't enjoy being like, around them like all li- the time. Like babies. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Babies, right? Um, and yet yeah. I, I do have a timeline. I can, for, for an, I volunteered in the nursery, my wife and I, and I, I managed to have fun for an hour and a half. If, <laughs> if it would have been an hour and 45 minutes, I probably would have been at my wits end, right? But the good thing is, like, if you if you take a second and offer to serve, you don't have to do it forever. Yeah. Um, it, t- you know, do do something for, let's say, okay, if you took over a nursery service for a month, right, that's four Sundays and probably a total of six hours. Yeah. Like, you're it's it's six hours of your life and you will bless someone deeply yeah how many people can say that six hours of their day at work they were able to do so much for someone probably not very many right we probably waste six hours a day (laughs) at work (laughs) It's very possible. I used to work for the government, so I know that I did. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, and and what are you good at? I'm not saying you have to do something you don't like. Yeah. Um, maybe you can offer to put the slideshow together for one service. Mm-hmm. There's 52 weeks in a year, so one service. That's that's a big chunk, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe you can help set up for a funeral or a wedding or you know, mow the lawn of your local pastor. It's, it's, <laughs> it's October, right? Pastor Appreciation Month. I bet they've got leaves to rake or something, you know? And on top of their full-time job, on top of their ministry. Yeah. <laughs> Do something. I, I guarantee you can figure out something. Give up watching a football game on a, on a Saturday or something, you know? One uh, Saturday a month. Yeah. One I mean, Saturday every other month. Your team has a bye week, right? right. <laughs> At some point in the season, your team's got a bye week. Uh, yeah, so the point of this podcast is not to say you have to serve in this way, but the point of this podcast is to say you need to serve. Do something. Pick it. What in your in the people around you, what in your local church needs to be done that's not being done or is being done but someone needs a break and just do it. Step into that role. Say, Hey, I'll, I can take care of this for a B or C amount of time. Yeah. We're told in Deuteronomy six to love the Lord, your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your might. But are we, are you, I mean, really uh, <laughs> all of our might. I mean, I guarantee I, I use a lot of my time just for me to make me feel good. Yeah. You know, and and I'm not, I'm not condemning you, um, but you need to take. We need to take a real hard look at ourselves, and and be honest. Um, how many times are we doing things for ourselves? And and you know, the big thing is, well, if you're not taking care of yourself, you can't take care of anybody else. And th- there's truth to that. But how many times? Do we say that we need to spend time with family? You know, well, you know what? Family is most important 
you know, after all and, and whatever. And again, not saying that it's not, but Jesus asked, who is my mother and my, and, and who are my brothers? And stretching out his hand towards his disciples, he said, here are my mother and my brothers for whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. And what he's saying in, in Matthew 12 there is we need to be about our father's business, right? right? We can't let those distractions get in our way. Um, we, <laughs> we need to, for one, teach our children to serve. What better way? Okay, you going to go rake the lawn for your pastor? Bring your kids, right? Yeah. <laughs> Many right. hands make more better, light work, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, um, because this podcast is primarily for men, um, I think that's, for those of us with kids, I think that's absolutely uh, vital as fathers to teach our kids yeah. to serve, to love others, to do things, to give up personal stuff and satisfaction or personal um well, anything give up anything personal yeah <laughs> set aside our selfishness and do something for someone else yeah and i wonder the impact it will have in their life in the lives of their kids in the lives of the people they impact think of the legacy that you can provide as a father by simply teaching them to love and serve others right and and we've all got excuses. I've got mine. I've got a lot of excuses. <laughs> but but what are your excuses? Take a good close look at your excuses. I mentioned that I took a break from playing uh bass for the praise and worship. Uh and it's been several months. Um but I was tired and I I I needed a break and I think my break would be easier if if I knew that there was more people out there to fill the void you know what I mean like yeah. when when I take a break from things that need to be done it's it's a lot easier when you know someone is there to to fill that role to fill that role yeah. right um and then you're able to actually disconnect at a heart level and and get the rest you need um again, you, you do need to take those breaks and I'm not saying you have to give up your family time. Um, but your family does have to learn, uh, what's most important in your life. Are, yeah. are they more important or is Christ, you know? Um, I, I think you, you hit on something important because <clears throat> with taking your kids and I take your family, serve as a family, find something you can do. Um, when uh, a, a role I recently stepped into and my wife doing stuff as well, um, with us serving the body together in, in, in different areas, but I love serving together. Uh, there's, I don't know what it is. There's, there's a, um, somebody said uh, couples who pray together and serve together stay together. And and there's absolutely truth to that because you're doing what God created you to do, mm-hmm. to serve one another. And a lot of times um, it's not easy. Well, and it's not easy because we 
Um, we, we have a spiritual host that's trying to fill us with excuses and trying to make us mm. believe those excuses. Um, but in Corinthians, it says, 1 Corinthians 10, uh, no temptation has taken, uh, has overtaken you. That is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide you the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So you're going to be tempted to come up with excuses. And I've been tempted and I've fallen short and not done things that I probably should have. Uh, but I've also been on the other side tempted with the feeling that I, I need to work more to satisfy God. And I've exhausted myself to the extent where I haven't even been able to uh, provide a good service when I am trying to serve, you know? Sure. Um, yeah. I'm reminded of a, a verse in Second Corinthians 4, 5. I learned this uh, in like 2007 when going on a missions trip. They made us all like, memorize it and stuff but uh how can we demonstrate our love for god but we can love but by our love expressed to others in second corinthians uh, 4 5 says this for we preach not ourselves but christ jesus as lord and ourselves as your servants for jesus sake like the reason we serve is for jesus sake we serve to glorify god we serve other people because we love God. It's our response to him loving us first. Right. And um, Mark 10, 45 says, for even the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve. And he gave his life a ransom for many. We on this earth are just called to do God's will and follow Christ's example. And Christ's example is to love and serve people. And maybe you're serving so much that you need to follow Christ's example and just go fast for 40 days in the wilderness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> like you, maybe you just need to get away um, mm -hmm. and, and reconnect with the Father. And that's super, super important. Maybe yeah. you need to just um, make your escape, but but there is a time that you need to get back in the fight, even if it's just one or two Sundays a year or not even on a Sunday. Maybe it's, maybe it's another day of the week. Yeah. Um, I, I think I just want to leave everyone with this. Uh, actually, you want to read this closing verse? Well, yeah, I'll read it. Uh, it's from Philippians two, one through eight it says, so if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, 
which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. That's it for this episode of The Gathering Podcast. We appreciate your support. If you found value in today's episode, please hit that like button, share, and subscribe. We'd also appreciate a good review. But more importantly, if you're in the Gladwin, Michigan area, please join us for The Gathering Breakfast, held the second Saturday of each month at the 963 building on North M18, where we'll have plenty of bacon, and we'll touch on this episode briefly with some more outlook from men like yourself. Hey, everybody, if you're still listening, I just want to make sure that you know uh, this month, October, uh, October 23rd, we're not going to be having a breakfast um, this month. We didn't have a breakfast this month, but we're having a bonfire. I'm going to shoot some uh, firearms, some bows, whatever you want to bring. Bring your own chair, bring your own ammo. The rest will be provided. That's uh, 5 p.m. October 23rd at 3847 Pratt Lake Road right here in Gladwin. Um, Can't wait to see you there.